Welcome back to the Make Time for Success podcast. This is episode number 146. We heard from my special guest today, Lindsay Janney, in episode number 144, when she interviewed me for her fantastic new podcast, Unleash Your Creative Soul. Today, I have the pleasure of sharing with you the interview I had with her for my podcast. And in this episode, we're going to highlight all of her skills and gifts. Lindsay is an accomplished entrepreneur, mentor, and she's an expert in energy, intuition, and transformation. She helps her clients to overcome the energetic obstacles that hinder their progress. She helps them delve into the subconscious mind, their physical, emotional, and spiritual energy, and then shows them how to remove the barriers that have impeded their growth. She understands that even when we're pursuing the right path, there may still be unseen energetic factors at play. And don't we all know this? Lindsay's expertise lies in helping people connect with their energy on a soul level, allowing them to move forward and achieve their desired goals. She also shares in this episode, her personal journey of overcoming trauma and discovering the power of working with energy in all its forms. Get ready to dive deep into the fascinating world of energy with Lindsay, and let's help you unlock your true potential in this episode of the podcast. Thanks for being here, and let's go listen to the episode now. Hi, I'm Dr. Christine Lee, and I'm a psychologist and a procrastination coach. I've helped thousands of people move past procrastination and overwhelm so they could begin working to their potential. In this podcast, you're going to learn powerful strategies for getting your mind, body, and energy to work together so that you can focus on what's really important and accomplish the goals you want to achieve. When you start living within your full power, you're going to see how being productive can be easy and how you can create success on demand. Welcome to the Make Time for Success podcast. Hi, everyone. It is Dr. Lee. I am here chuckling and laughing and planning with my good friend and colleague, Lindsay Janney. She is our special guest today. She is a wonderful woman. She's so bright. She's so giving. She's so lovely. And she is an excellent mentor on everything, energy, intuition, manifestation, and we're going to have a lovely conversation today. Welcome to the chat. Oh, thank you so much for having me. (laughs) It's just always so nice to be with you and, and here as well. So thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you for being here and for making the time. We had a failed date. We were supposed to go to a crystal expo together and that just didn't, the dates didn't work out for us, but we do talk crystal sometimes, but I we might do that today. But Lindsay, why don't you take the lead and give us a deeper description of who you are, what you like to do, and what we should know about you? Sure. So I like to say, first and foremost, that people are many different facets of a diamond, right? So who I say that I am here is also different you know, elsewhere. So I am a mom. I am an entrepreneur. I am also highly intuitive (laughs) and I love working with the people that I work with. And what I wind up doing is helping people remove energetic blocks 
that have been blocking them. And your energy works in so many different ways. But I help you, I help people remove their energetic blocks through their subconscious mind, through their physical energy, through their emotional energy, and through their spiritual energy. And so when I really work with people, it it helps people remove the things that have been holding them back for so long. And they're just like, oh, I've been trying so hard to get to this next point and I've done everything right and I just can't figure it out. And I help them uncover what's really energetically blocking them from it. Because if they've done everything right by the textbook, logically thinking, right, there's got to be something else. And so I help people tap into their energy at the soul level and help them move forward. And so that's what I do. And I help people put everything into action as well. So what I do in my professional life is it always bleeds into my personal life. And I think that, you know, as we are all energetic beings and we are all souls, everything is connected. Okay, wonderful. Before we get into your backstory a little bit more, I want to start asking questions already. And that is because recently I have noticed my own observations of the clients that I'm working with that we understand energy differently according to who we are (laughs) and the moment. And I have just come to the realization myself that there are so many different types of energy. And we're just using the word energy to kind of reflect all of the different types. And you gave us a great description of the different kinds that you help people with. But I think maybe one of the things that I've noticed is that we associate our willpower energy, the energy of the day with just that's our store of energy. Instead of thinking we have spiritual energy, we have physical energy, we have willpower energy. Could you give us a little bit more of your understanding and your techniques for how to help people to really grasp how much we're working with? That's such a good question. So this is also multifaceted. There is so energy. Um, I'm first going to just cover what it actually means. Energy is our life force. And so if you were to think of physics, everything is made of energy, right? So if you get down to the science of it, we're all energy. Everything is, is energy that we can see and also what we cannot see. When we start thinking about our physical energy, that is our bodies, that is how we move, that's how we embody and actually act out certain things. So that is our physical energy. Sometimes we can feel tired. Sometimes we can feel like we can run a marathon. Well, maybe not run a marathon, but you know, it's, uh, it's, so that is our, we can say that that's our physical energy for all intents and purposes. And then there is our mental energy. And so this is our thoughts and the way that we think and everything else, right? So our thoughts, and this has been, I believe that I recently saw something and I want to say it was MIT that started studying the thoughts of people and how it actually carries energy. So your thoughts carry energy too. So think about that when you're thinking a little bit more positively or you're able to tap into happiness you feel lighter, right? So that's how these two start playing together. Your thoughts then can then impact your physical body. You can start to move or if you shift your attention, right? So that becomes the mental energy and your thoughts then create feelings. So then you have this emotional energy too. And this this is really expansive or it can be really constrictive. So if you ever walk into a room and you're seeing somebody and like they are like, you know, having the best day. It feels contagious, right? And so then you notice that your thoughts move into that and then maybe your body language moves into something that's bigger and brighter, right? 
so you can start to see how these things are all interconnected. But when we start working with our soul level energy or spiritual energy, we all have spiritual bodies. I think that that is something that we can all agree to in some form or another, right? We have a soul. And what does that actually mean? This is what uh, some people call your higher self. This is who you were always here to be. And when you have alignment with that aspect of you, which is always meant to be free and happy and of love and just this like bundle of energy, you can start to see when you tap into that, it affects your feelings, it affects your thoughts, that affects your body. And so when you work with all four of these things put together, it's a really powerful combination of really being able to tap into a reserve of what you already have and what you already know. And some people can tap, can call that you're knowing your intuition or something else like that, right? But when you start working with your energy, you know that, well, if something feels off, I can impact it on another level and then it'll then work because there's this whole, it's, it's just this ecosystem of who we are. And we can always work and we can always work with our energy to make it to make something else shift and move. So I hope that that helps. I think that was very helpful. And I think the word ecosystem really helps to capture how much larger a phenomenon we're talking about. And yes, everything is energy. So we can oftentimes benefit, I think, from just expanding our understanding of what's possible in that field, in those multiple fields. Okay. So I am thinking that I want to hear your backstory and I think I might (laughs) want to hear some greater detail about your backstory uh, so that we really understand how you became connected to your own energy and your own system. So tell us as much as you feel comfortable telling us, please. Sure. So I had a pretty significant traumatic event about 20 years ago. And it was one of those events that totally shifts the trajectory of your entire life. It opens you up to saying, wow, the way that I was being just isn't working anymore. And so I started seeking out energy work because there were some things that just weren't working in totality with me because I was only working with the mental part and trying to manage my feelings. I wasn't working with, you know, how I was storing trauma in my body. I wasn't, I wasn't working with like how I could actually switch my thoughts. Like you working with the subconscious mind in a certain way. I wasn't working with managing the more emotional energy. There were outbursts all over the place. I had PTSD for a very long time. And what I came to realize was that when I started, I I first started seeing a Reiki practitioner and when I say Reiki practitioner, it's an energy healing modality. And there are a lot of practitioners out there, but I, I saw somebody who had embodied this for a very long time. And so that was my first foray into what energy really was. And after I went through a session, I felt really good and I felt more relaxed. But I realized that that was just working more on the energy and the flow of it through your body. So if you start thinking about the flow of energy, you have your main meridian and those are different chakra points. And so she was working on the different chakra points to make sure that my past was matching my present and all that other kind of stuff. And it felt good for a while. But the thing is, is that it kept on not, it would wear off after like a month or a few weeks because I wasn't working on the thoughts. I wasn't working on how to control the emotions. I was just, it was, it was not bypassing because energy work is so wonderful, but there, it was only working with one part of my energy, not the whole totality of who I was. And so that put me on the path of understanding, well, how can I start impacting all four of these pieces 
And it wasn't until I really started working with my shaman that I really started to understand. And so from that standpoint, it is uh, Reiki is it, for me is just the tipping point It's just like where people start. But when you start exploring your energy in deeper and more um, thoughtful and meaningful ways where you can actually embody it and learn how to work with it yourself, that's where you're going to have the biggest impact. So that's how I got started. I wanted to be able to continually tap into this this energy of just love and happiness and ease and just live my life the way that I wanted to. And sure, there are there are growth periods and then there's stagnation and you know it's, it's this continual peeling back of the onion. But at the same time, every single time you peel back that next layer, it can be it, slightly painful at first because you're not used to feeling certain things. You're not used to uncovering certain aspects of yourself because you've been hiding them to protect yourself and that's okay. Uh, but as you start to trust your energy and what you are actually capable of, that's when you're able to shed so much quicker and able to really uh, come into that state where I believe everybody tries to get at the end of the day. And so that's uh, that's how I got into energy work. And uh, that's how I embody it in my life. OK, thank you for sharing that. I am now thinking about what it must have been like for you to have the PTSD and be going through that and yet also wanting to be clear in your energy so that you're feeling love and happiness and the freedom of that. Can you describe what it was like that transitional period where you were feeling and experiencing outbursts, symptoms, PTSD, and then having to make these decisions? What was moving you forward? What might have been holding you back as well? Yeah. Having my daughter was really the biggest part. I was able to manage myself for a while and I was on medication for a little bit just to help calm the anxiety, be able to sleep. And I realized that there was a dependence that I grew upon that instead of actually fixing my problem, I was I was fixing it with medicine and I didn't want to have to live like that. And I had to keep on going up and up. And there was a significant withdrawal period with it too, which didn't feel very good. <laughs> <laughs> So as I started doing the energy work and after I had my daughter, I wanted to find ways where I could help make sure that my energy was as clear for her as possible because I wanted her to grow up in a place that felt really safe and really loving and not having me have these like, like have to hide in my bedroom for two days because I was going into a, a panic attack or, you know, reliving the experience again. And so I just wasn't able to be a human being and let alone, you know, be an entrepreneur or work very well. And, you know, I didn't want to have to live on anxiety for the rest of my life. And so I was just like, well, there's got to be a better way. It's kind of like when I opened myself up to saying, I want to take this on myself. I want to be in charge of my own healing. And I want to be in charge of how I work with myself instead of being told this is what you should do. It was an immediate switch that it was it, it, it was almost like I allowed myself because I chose the power of choice is so important when you're working with your energy. So it, it was because I was able to choose what I wanted. It was the uh, it was truly the starting point of me being able to work on such uh, I feel like an expedited level at that point. And it took a lot of working with the subconscious mind too to make sure that I wouldn't slip back in all the time. So I, I'm a clinical hypnotherapist as well. So I work with regressions to specifically help people overcome those parts that are holding them back, those stories. So they become, they, I don't, I will never erase anything from somebody's uh, minds because I think that that would be such a disservice because 
everything that happened to me is what brought me here. And I wouldn't want somebody else's story to not bring them to where they're supposed to be too. So beautiful. It's amazing how childbirth really can be such a force <laughs> for moving forward. Yes. And right? and, Babies. <laughs> and really connecting with the higher self. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So wonderful. And could you describe now a little bit more about what you're doing professionally and how you attract clients and the people that you love to work with and what your style of work has been up to this point. (laughs) I'm multi-passionate. Um, but what everything, so I come from corporate, um, I was in advertising and branding, and then I switched into doing that for entrepreneurs. And then I had this big realization, oh, people like in order for you to really move forward in your business and to move forward in the creativity and the things that you really love, it really helps to work with your energy because it helps you become a channel for all of these beautiful ideas that you might feel really blocked from. And so I started with one-on-one and then I quickly moved into a group coaching program because it was something where I didn't want to hold back anything from the people who really wanted to move forward and really wanted help. So yes, it's important to have strategy to do the work and it's really important to be able to do that, but it's also important to be able to embody the energy of what you want to create. And so what I help people do, um, and I think it might really be best if I describe what energy actually is in order for you to attract the people that you want. I find it that it's relatively effortless when this happens because you are working with energy. And when you work with your energy, you are also and you are also manifesting at that point too. And I'm not saying this in like some like, you know, like, oh, just go manifest it. Like there, there's actual science behind it. There's universal laws behind it and it all starts with your energy. So when you're looking at your energy, that is your life force. That is like what comes into what comes into your being, but you're also in an energetic field. So your energetic field, you can either it'll shrink if you're really constricted and it will vibrate out really strongly and wide wherever you are. So there is a frequency and you can call these frequencies based upon like emotions, for instance. So if you're sad or if you're upset or if you're frustrated, angry, grieving, what shame, fear, all of that is a lower energetic state, right? Like, and I think we can all understand like that feels heavy, right? All of that feels heavy, like, but people carry that around and they don't realize how heavy Uh, like heavy, how heavy they are actually, like how much weight they're actually carrying on their backs. But then when you start to tap into all the happiness, the love, the excitement, the joy, all of that, I'm sure we can also agree is this really light energy that we enjoy being around. And see, the thing is, is that we always do our best to get into those states. And anything that anybody ever does is simply them trying to do their best to become happy, to be loved, to be all of that, right? So if you start to think about it in that aspect, everything that everybody does is always meant to get them there. Whether or not that actually happens is a different story. Is because they are in a different default energy. And so when you start to raise your um, frequency, the state of your emotions, let's just say, and you're able to stay in them for a longer period of time, this becomes your default of who you are. And so everybody knows your higher self and who you are at a soul level is all of those really beautiful things. So we have the ability to tap into that all the time if we so choose. Again, it's choice. 
And so when you start to work with your energy and you start to find ways to bring it up every single bit, you also have, it's almost like you have a boulder and then you have a balloon with a string that's tied to it. And you, and all you want is for that balloon to fly and you want to remove that boulder, you clip it. You, it's about clipping the string, letting the boulder still exist. But as you start to float up, the boulders become smaller, right? And so that's how I think I can best describe what that is. So when you start to vibrate at this frequency, sometimes it might be smaller at first if you're just starting to deep dive into it, right? But then it starts to expand. So the vibration is the, is the expansion of what that energy actually is. And so there's all, when you can get into that state of, you know, and that work that takes working with your physical, your mental, emotional and spiritual self, your energetic fields, that's really where when you have that alignment, people are like saying like, oh, law of attraction, like alignment with the universe. That's really what that alignment is. It's the alignment with your higher self and with everything else. That is the law of oneness. We're all this divine energy. We're all connected. And so if you start to think about that, there is everything that you want has a certain uh, resonance to it with the frequency that it's at. So if you want something that's better, it's likely a higher frequency and you must match it in order for it to come to you. And so the thing is, is that other people will want to match what you are because they want that higher vibrational state. You must not sink down to it because then that becomes not what other people want. If you're in a state of lack or scarcity and stuff or fear and judgment, all that, you're not going to attract anything that you want because what you want is resonating so much higher. So you must meet that resonance, but it's not just turning on the happy face and being happy for five seconds. It's embodying it and becoming it and letting that be your natural frequency. So you can shift it. I mean, if something were to happen, if I were to allow myself to go back into that PTSD state of being really fearful, really, you know, scared and all of that stuff, I mean, I know that I can get myself out, but I mean, I would be attracting other experiences that are similar. And that's, I mean, that's pretty much what, how you attract what you want. You just become the resonance of what it is, but you must embody it all the time. Thank you so much for that beautiful and wise description of all the different elements of energy right. and law of attraction. Could you describe a little bit more about that that centerpiece about resonance and attraction? Because some of our listeners may not be familiar with the law of attraction. Could you just hone in on that piece for me? Yeah. So law of attraction is simply like attracts like. And it's also very closely associated to the law of vibration and all the... like. What the law of oneness, where we're all, where everything is one, it's kind of governs all the other laws. There's more than twelve universal laws, by the way. There's just the main ones that I think most people are familiar with, right? So the law of attraction is like attracts like. And so if you think that like you somebody wants some, if somebody's coming to you, and let's say you're a business, right? And somebody wants that transformation, you must be the transformation in order for them to get it. You can't just talk about it. You must embody it. You must feel it. You must like, you must just ooze like this, like yumminess, this shift, this transformation that these people want. Otherwise that they're going to choose something else. Right. And it's also kind of like, if you see a piece of jewelry, right? Like you can tell what's high quality and what's not. And of course you're going to want something that's a little bit more high quality because, and it must be that in order for you to spend that money. Right. And so if you are not of that energy all the time, then people are going to be like, oh, well, I'll just find something else that does have it. Yes. And so that's when you tend to get looked over. So that's what happens. Yes. I mean, I think it's interesting that you're working with business owners, entrepreneurs, yeah. because I think there can be such a focus on, well, what's pragmatic? What's the next 
actual step that I need to take and that people, I'm assuming, can bypass this kind of work thinking that, well, there must be some person I can hire or some message that I can put out into the world that can cover all of this. What would you say to that person if they're they're thinking, I don't really need this energy work? What would your reflection be? I would say, look at your bank account after you launch. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. When you are in this energy and you can feel it, sometimes it's just palpable. Like if you see Oprah, and I know you've got like a relationship with Oprah Magazine, <laughs> but like when you see Oprah and you're like, Gosh, like, just be my friend. You know, she has a specific energy about her. She is like, she puts out this uh, this frequency of just being like, oh, yes, I just want to be around you. And sometimes it's not about what I mean, it is about what you know, like, let's let's be honest, you must master something because if you do not, if you're putting out something, if you're lying, universe is going to come, it'll come back to you, right? And it might come back to you. And like, if you're overstating what you do, or if you're putting on this mask, and you actually believe that you are this mask that you are putting forward into like, but you're actually not embodying every single thing that you do, or if you're copying somebody else, then other people will, um, you know, it's, it's energetically, people pick up on this stuff, they, they will see it. And when you are working from this place of embodying and loving and serving and doing all these things, like when you are all of it, that's really where people are just like, yes, I want to work with you. I have people join my program and they're like, I didn't even look at the sales page. I just wanted to, I just knew I wanted to work with you. And I was just like, you know, I've spent so much time on that sales page, but I know, but, but it's also confirmation. I know that my energy is there, right? Like, I don't need a sales page. I have people that are, you know, giving, uh, you know, like really beautiful, like personal recommendations and that it makes it, your life becomes easier. So, you know, if somebody is saying like, well, I don't believe in this energy work, I say, well, it doesn't hurt to give it a try, <laughs> right? If what you're doing hasn't been working and you're not seeing the results you want, it's time to change something, right? It means that you must change what you're doing in order to see the change that you want. So why not give it a try? I'm sure anything else that anybody has ever tried in their life, they had to try at some point in order to see that next step. And so it's just sequentially, it's just a little bit different. That's all. But sometimes a little bit different works. <laughs> Most of the time it does. So. I love this. It really is the power of choice, as you've mentioned, but also the power of change that you can not only be open to being more comfortable and familiar with all the different types of energy that you possess, but also with what your energy can bring to you and how your energy can influence those around you and the world around you. It's really, really powerful and energizing and worth the shift when you can do it. So thank you, Lindsay, for being the voice of all of this and embodying all of this positive and powerful energy yourself. I know you've done a lot of work to get here to this point and you do this with a lot of love. So thank you for coming on my show and sharing this with our audience today. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And yeah, it just, if you can just find one way to be happy every single day, just find that happiness, close your eyes and just find that aspect of being really happy in your heart and just tap into that for like five seconds. 
it will drastically impact your day and it will have a ripple effect on everything that you do, other people, the projects that you work on, or just even the people who you're with. Just tap into those feelings of happiness and maybe it's a memory and just find that one happy spot for five seconds, 10 seconds, stay in it as long as you want. But whatever you have time for, just find it and you will start to see just how different you begin to feel. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know a particular way that you can find a few minutes every day of better happiness. And that is Lindsay's podcast. Could you mention this? Because I know it's a <laughs> it's a new baby for you. So let us know all about it. Yeah. So Unleash Your Creative Soul is my new podcast that's coming out, which helps people really be able to tap into the energy of who they are, starting to look at different aspects of themselves and a fun and uplifting way. And, you know, if you're looking for a little bit of introspection, this might be a good place to start. Or if you're just looking like, oh, gosh, like, why is something not working? Where can I go? You can go to my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You can go to my podcast. And if there is something that you want to see, please send me an email or a DM on Instagram. I will create an episode for you. (laughs) That would be fantastic. And so enjoy the podcasting universe, new types of energy for you. And please also mention what your Instagram is so people can stay in touch with you. Sure. Thank you. Uh, You can find me at lindsayjanny.co. And I'm going to spell that because there's lots of different ways to spell. It's L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, Janny, J-A-N-I dot C-O. And if I'm very active in my DMs. I'm sure Dr. Lee can uh, <laughs> attest to that. Yes. Chat all the time over there. Um, but yeah, feel free to say hi. And I would love to say hi back. Love it. Love it. Everyone stay connected. We are one. Lindsay, thank you so much for being one on our podcast today and one who has affected very many. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you again. Thank you very much. Hugs to you across the screen. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks everyone for being here. It was a fun time. I look forward to seeing you again and talking to you again next week. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Make Time for Success podcast. If you enjoyed what you've heard, you can subscribe to make sure you get notified of upcoming episodes. You can also visit our website, maketimeforsuccesspodcast.com for past episodes, show notes, and all the resources we mentioned on the show. Feel free to connect with me over on Instagram too. You can find me there under the name Procrastination Coach. Send me a DM and let me know what your thoughts are about the episodes you've been listening to. And let me know any topics that you might like me to talk about on the show. I'd love to hear all about how you're making time for success. Talk to you soon.